You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You can call me Bruce. Bruce Nolan is standing by. Hey, wacky Bruce. Coming to you from an undisclosed location, this is the Bruce Exclusive. And here's your host, Bruce Nolan. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to another edition of the Bruce Exclusive, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. I'm your host, Bruce Nolan. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Bruce Exclusive. Welcome back. This is one of those weeks where it feels like it's been forever since I've talked to you. I think the reason for that is because post-draft, my schedule starts to calm down a little bit which is fortuitous considering how crazy it has been for the last couple of months. But I sat down to think about this week's pod and I have something scheduled that I wanted to talk about. But then one of the people who frequently interacts with me on Twitter decided that he would pitch an idea that I thought was really important. And I thought that sounds like a Bruce type of topic. Let's do that. Twitter user at low buffa decided that he was going to tweet at me. And he said, Hey Bruce, given the bills 21 draft, I think bills mafia could use a discussion on how we define a quote contributor to a football team. And I think you're the man to start it. I responded and said, this feels like a Bruce thing. He responded back and said, for some, it equals only starters. For others, it might equal the last practice squad guy. One group defines it on snaps. A second group might define it on some baseline statistic minimum. I haven't finished my definition yet, but so many are using contributor to describe whether or not to like this draft. It would be fruitful to go apples to apples. I think that's important because a lot of the narrative that has come out of this draft for the Buffalo Bills is did the Bills get better in 2021? Now, before the draft, I anticipated that this narrative might come up. So if you remember correctly, we did a show on all the different methods of improvement and the way you can get better. And I think it was important to have that discussion. But now we're going to focus specifically on new personnel acquisitions and whether or not they are contributors, because that's a very, very vague term and definitions are important. And I think this definition becomes very important when you have a team that you think is in a Super Bowl window, 
which I think the Bills are in a Super Bowl window. I think that it's pretty clear they're in a Super Bowl window. In fact, I made an argument on a different podcast not too long ago that this is the very beginning of the Buffalo Bills Super Bowl window. But definitions are important. Well, Bruce, we didn't get any contributors. Well, I think we did. A lot of conflict in life is basically about misunderstandings. It's about using terminology that you're familiar with and not necessarily terminology the other person's familiar with. Sometimes our communication needs to be a little more granular so that we make sure that we eliminate the possibility for miscommunication, which eliminates further possibilities on top of normal things like tone and body language. It eliminates the additional possibilities for conflict. What I might call convoy motion when it comes to football, you might call an insert blocker. Based on the type of offensive system that you grew up coaching or learning, you might call a wide receiver's route tree by numbers instead of by names. Now, this is very elementary, but it's a baseline of why definitions are so important. Lack of granularity leads to miscommunication, which then leads to unnecessary conflict. I have told this story before, but to drive the point home, I will tell it again. At one point in my life, I was having a conversation with a coworker of mine and she became very, very offended at something that I had said. And I asked her, I said, I don't, I don't understand what's the matter. She said, well, you said we weren't friends in the context of this situation. You told me that we're not friends. And I said, we're not friends. I I don't know why that upsets you. And she said, because I thought we were friends. And I said, well, why don't you define friend for me? And she defined friend as a very, very, very broad term. Essentially, the social media definition of friend. Someone you have a passing knowledge of who you are cordial with. Well, that's not my definition of friend. And so I explained to her my definition of friend. My definition of friend is if you ask someone to help you move, and that is not an awkward request for you to say, or an awkward request for them to hear, assuming they are in geographical proximity to you to the degree that it would not be awkward for a different reason and would only be established by the closeness of your relationship. That is my definition of friend. And when I explained my definition of friend to her, she was like, oh, okay, well, I mean, I would help you move. I said, I'm sure you probably would, but I would feel awkward asking you to help me move. Because we don't really know each other that well. I've never met your husband. You have two kids. I don't know who they are. I barely remember their names. I don't know what age they are. We don't really know each other that well. If I asked you to help me move one day, I just walked up and was like, hey, would you be willing to help me move? That would be weird for me. And it might be weird for you to hear, regardless of whether you would actually do it. That's my definition of friend. And she said, oh, okay, well, I get that. The point is that Common definitions help us communicate better. So we're going to talk about contributors. Whether or not you feel that the Buffalo Bills got better in 2021 than they were in 2020 is largely hinged on whether or not you feel they got a significant amount or a reasonable amount of contributors to their team this offseason, which means now we have to define contributor. So This is the way I'm going to define it. 
First off, let's start with the very literal definition of contributor. Contributor, someone who contributes. What is a contribution? The bare minimum is technically a contribution, which means the bare minimum is technically someone who qualifies as a contributor. The reason we have to talk about this is because of this reason. Did you ever take part in a group project when you were in school, elementary, high school, college, graduate school? If you ever took part in a group project, you know the guy I'm talking about already before I mentioned him. Did the bare minimum. Technically, was he a contributor to that group? Yes. If he did anything, if he got you pizza while you did all the work, technically he contributed. Which is why I think right off the bat, the most literal definition of the word contributor needs to be thrown out. Because technically, anybody's a contributor. Technically, if the Bills got a an additional weight room attendant, they added a contributor to their organization this offseason. Well, Bruce, you're being literal. No, I'm taking the word for what it means. So what I think we have to do is we have to increase the breadth of the descriptive phrase. Previously, it was contributor. I think we have to upgrade it to meaningful contributor because contributor could be literally anything. Everybody's a contributor, technically. So let's upgrade to meaningful contributor. Now we're on to something because now what we have to do is instead of defining contributor, which we already did, and it's crazy broad, now we can define meaningful, which I think gets us a lot closer to what we want. What is a meaningful contribution? Is it a percentage of snaps? What if he plays a percentage of snaps, but he does nothing of note? If he plays 20% of the snaps and does nothing, isn't productive, doesn't show up on a stat sheet, doesn't show up on film as anything flashy, doesn't seem to make any sort of significant play. Is that meaningful contribution? What if it's a results-based metric? Yards or sacks? Well, we acknowledge that impact is not necessarily measured by those metrics. We do that all the time. We sit here and discuss the meaningful contributions made by Jerry Hughes and talk about how it's deeper than results-based metrics. So we can't use that either because we've established doesn't apply in all scenarios. So what do we do? We can't use results-based metrics. We can't use snaps. How do we define meaningful contributor? Because a meaningful contributor is someone who has a meaningful contribution. How do you define meaningful contribution? I'm going to try right here. A meaningful contributor is someone whose impact over a statistically significant period of time would be such that the team would actively seek to replace it if it ceased after the end of the determined time period. Let's do that again. A meaningful contributor is someone whose impact over a statistically significant period of time would be such that the team would actively seek to replace it if it ceased after the end of the determined time period. There are three prongs to this definition. The first one is the word impact. A meaningful contributor is someone whose impact. Impact varies by position and 
by rank on the team. If you have four sacks, but that leads the team, is that a more significant impact than four sacks that's sixth on the team? I would say it was. Because the absence of that would take away a larger percentage of your sacks. And we're talking about absence now. We're talking about the vacuum that is left behind by the removal of that player. If a team actively seeks to replace it when it's gone, then that person was a contributor. I'll give you a great example. The Bills Mafia, this offseason, before the re-signings of Matt Milano and Daryl Williams, were popularly mocking Zayvon Collins and tackles to the Buffalo Bills in the first round of the 2021 NFL Draft. Do you know why? Because Matt Milano and Daryl Williams are meaningful contributors. If they were not re-signed by the team, the narrative would be, there's a hole here, we need to fill it. By definition there, they are a meaningful contributor. So what we've done here is we've established a meaningful contributor definition, not based on something you can quantify, but based on the narrative in the absence. This is a lot like the Super Bowl contender definition that we talked about multiple times on this podcast. If you as a team win a Super Bowl and the narrative around that team is not, oh my gosh, I can't believe they did it. No one thought they had a shot. Going into the playoffs, it was crazy. We just expected them to get blown out every time. And yet they just kept doing it. If that's not the narrative, then they were a Super Bowl contender. Because the assumptiveness in that narrative was we didn't think they could do it. If you don't have that as the narrative, then by definition, you did think they could do it. If you did think they could do it, if that's the narrative, then they're a Super Bowl contender. They can contend for a Super Bowl. This is the same definition. We are defining an object by its absence. And that's the way that you can try to negotiate yourself around these tricky definitions. You don't necessarily have to define it by its presence. You can define it by its absence. What is darkness? It's nothing. There is, you can't define darkness. Darkness is literally just the absence of light. That's all it is. It's nothing in and of itself. It is defined by the absence of something else. And in this case, we are defining contributor as anything. So that means we have to expand the definition to meaningful contributor. How do you define meaningful contribution? Someone whose impact over a statistically significant period of time would be such that the team would actively seek to replace it if it ceased after the end of the determined time period. Now, impact we've established varies based on position and based on rank on team. The second prong of this definition is statistically significant period of time. What is a statistically significant period of time? I would argue that is any amount of time that's long enough for you to feel the absence. Could be a year, could be six games, could be eight games. If you have a player who's playing well and playing well enough that their injury causes the team to go, goodness gracious, we got a hole. Next man up, got to do it. If you hear this phrase, next man up, it's going to be tough, but we're going to have to try and do it. The person who went out for the injury is probably a meaningful contributor. If Jaquan Johnson goes out for a hamstring injury, you're probably going to hear a lot less of the next man up stuff. Why? 
because he's not a meaningful contributor to the defense unless Jordan Poyer or Micah Hyde have already gotten hurt. That's how we're going to define meaningful contributor. So impact, statistically significant period of time, and actively seek to replace it. What is actively seeking to replace it looks like? Well, are there articles on stepping up, next man up, filling the holes? What holes do the Buffalo Bills have going into free agency? What are the team needs? This is extremely common. Article topic, podcast topic. All this stuff pops up in the offseason. What are the team needs? We're going to rank them. I did it myself. If you lose someone and that becomes a need you're talking about, that person was a meaningful contributor. That's how we're going to define it. And after working myself up into a tizzy, trying to figure out a way to quantify it, instead, I'm going to qualify it. And that's the method by which we are going to do it. So now that we've defined that, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about some of the moves that the Buffalo Bills have made this offseason. We're going to see how things line up with my definition. Stick with me. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back, everybody, and thank you for joining me for this edition of The Bruce Exclusive, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. I'm your host, Bruce Nolan. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Bruce Exclusive. We defined meaningful contributor because we couldn't leave it a contributor because contributor is just someone who contributes and that could be anything. So we define meaningful contributor by someone whose impact over a statistically significant period of time would be such that the team would actively seek to replace it if it ceased after the end of the determined time period. That makes this really tricky. That makes lining the moves that the Buffalo Bills have made And seeing who falls into this definition, it makes it real tricky. Because this is almost a retrospective definition. You can only really define it looking backwards. You can opine on it moving forwards, but you can only define it moving backwards. Because it's defined by its loss. So, let's go through the Bills draft. Gregory Rousseau. Is he going to be a meaningful contributor in 2021? I don't think so. I don't think he would be so meaningful to this team that if it's week seven and he tears a hammy and is out, we're going to go, oh my gosh, next man up. Got to do it, man. Got to step up. We got to fill that hole. I don't think that's going to be the case. But he could come in week one and be a dominant force 
and a huge part of a huge resurgence in the Buffalo Bills defensive line. You're not going to know it until after. My opinion is no, he will not be. What about Boogie Basham? I think it's reasonable to say that Boogie Basham could be a meaningful contributor to this team this year. As an older prospect and someone who's markedly more experienced, he has a higher floor than Gregory Rousseau, but also might have a lower ceiling. I think people are expecting him to be a little bit more pro-ready based on processing, based on experience, the things that Boogie Basham has seen. I do think he's going to be a meaningful contributor to the team this year. Absolutely, I think that. What about the two offensive tackles? Spencer Brown, Tommy Doyle. I don't think they'll be meaningful contributors unless Daryl Williams or Deion Dawkins get hurt. So I wouldn't say that they're meaningful contributors this year. What about Marquez Stevenson? Probably not. There's a reasonable chance that he's the backup to Isaiah McKenzie in the Isaiah McKenzie role. Do I think he's going to be a meaningful contributor? Eh, I don't think so. He might. But again, football's based on probabilities. All the things I'm saying are probabilities, not hard, fast rules. What about Rashad Wild Goose? Or Hamlin? Hamlin could be, potentially. Depends on if they go three safety looks and they use him like they use Dean Marlowe. If he gets injured, they're going to go, gosh, you know, we had a backup safety that we felt comfortable with in the Dean Marlowe role. Now we don't. That worries me a little bit. In that case, maybe DeMar Hamlin is a meaningful contributor. Wild Goose might not even make the team. Jack Anderson might not make the team. I would doubt they're meaningful contributors. So by the definition that I've established of meaningful contributor, there's probably not a lot of meaningful contributors in that draft class. And that's okay. I think that if you thought that the Bills were in a Super Bowl window and you wanted them to upgrade CB2 right now, I'm waving my hand. Hi, it me. You think that a CB2 could come in and meaningfully contribute to this team right now. I would agree with you. We can have a separate discussion on whether or not the Bills should have drafted people who were more meaningful contributors. But the first step is defining contributor. And we expanded that by adding the word meaningful on the front. So we can have all these discussions about whether or not the Bills got better, which are whole different topics. But it starts with a foundational understanding that we're all discussing the right term. Because otherwise, you might have a coworker who thinks that you're insulting them by not calling them your friend. And we couldn't have that now, could we? So we did it. We defined contributor. And I think that's important. We can have a different definition, but when you're having that conversation with somebody else, make sure you hash out at the very beginning of that conversation whether or not you're both talking about the same thing. And that'll lead to more fruitful conversations about meaningful contributors to this 2021 Buffalo Bills team. And that's the way the cookie crumbles. I'm Bruce Nolan, Buffalo Rumbles.